Hi, I'm Marianne Rawlins. I'm Communications and Media Manager at Curo, one of the largest social housing providers across the Southwest. At Curo, we're really concerned about the effects the rising cost of living is having on our customers across the Southwest. We want you to know that support is available and we're here to help. That's why we've created our new Cost of Living podcast. In each episode, I'll be talking to people who can help with everything from money advice to saving energy. Today I'm here with Tanya Reason, who's a benefits advisor at Curo. Tanya, can you start by telling me a bit about what you do in your day-to-day role? Yeah, so my day-to-day role, I mainly work in the office, um, but I do also offer telephone appointments and home visits to customers. Um, we we do from anything from doing benefit calculations, speaking through what you're, what you're already getting and what you might be entitled to. Um, I will then help you apply for any future benefits. Oh, brilliant. And um, can you start by telling us what are some of the most common myths about claiming benefits that people have in their minds when they like first make a call to you? Yeah, so the main one that we hear the majority of the time is, I can't claim, I earn and I work. Um, this is 100% a myth. Um, you can claim. It just depends on your circumstances, depends on your income and the amount of people that you've got living in your family. So it's always worth giving a call to the Money Advice Service and you can do a quick benefits check for people to check that they're claiming. Yeah, it's always worth. I mean, even if it's just 1p that you're entitled to, you still might as well claim it because then it opens up other areas that you might be able to claim with the cost of living payments that are coming out. So if you're on universal credit, 1p entitles you to those. And what are some of the most common benefits that people are entitled to, but they're not already claiming? Okay, so what what I find, um, benefits that people aren't claiming is like your disability benefits. So your PIP, which is your personal independence payment, attendance allowance, which is for those people over state pension age, and child disability living payments. Uh, We find that people aren't claiming these because they live, that's their life. Mm -hmm. It becomes their normal. They don't feel that it's a disability. They don't feel that they're disadvantaged. So they don't see they need that benefit when actually they probably do. So they don't, you don't have to be diagnosed. You can be, you can be going through the diagnosis process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mainly like if you're living with something that's causing you to do, that's harder mm-hmm. or causing you to do something in a much different way to an able-bodied person, mm-hmm. then you could potentially be entitled to. So you're saying like when people call in they might not recognize themselves as disabled but when you've had a chat with them you can kind of make suggestions yeah exactly because yeah. i mean it it does it becomes your normal say if, mm. you, if you're in pain somewhere mm-hmm. or say say type 1 diabetes mm-hmm. that becomes your normal life that you've got to inject with your insulin mm-hmm. before you eat you've got to know how much you need to in, in, how much insulin you need to inject and all mm-hmm. those kind of things. So your life is different. You can't just go out. You can't go out for a meal and eat with your family without knowing how many calories or carbohydrates that it is that you need to inject for. Mm-hmm. So your life is different. So can you explain to me the process? Yeah. So the process would be is that we would have a discussion on the phone or in person, and we would decide together whether or not we felt like you were living with a disability or an illness that's affecting your day to day life, or maybe your child was, or somebody that you know well, part of your family. What we would then do is the process is there's a number that you call to make the initial application. They ask you a few very very simple questions on the phone, um, and then you will be sent a form. 
so you can support people through every step of the process so that they know what they're entitled to? Yep. So what we would do is we'd help you to um, to fill in the form. We, we can do that either in one session if it's too much because some of the forms are very long. Do, some of them do take a couple of hours to fill in um, or we can do it over multiple sessions. We then send that form off, either it's electronically or in the post. And then what we do is we wait for the DWP to get back to the customer the customer would then contact us they might have an assessment that they need to go to and again we can attend that assessment with the customers i can imagine that some people would be put off claiming because it sounds like quite a complicated process to apply is that quite a common thing yeah so we do find that people say oh well it's going to take so long but the benefit that you would have after the application is worth it so the money is backdated and um, it can massively increase your finances. And you're there to support customers every step of the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And can you explain what a gateway benefit is? Yep. So gateway benefits are benefits that um, they open up doors and possibilities to other benefits. So it could be, um, for example, you're, you're on a low income and you decide that you're going to see if you can apply for universal credit. You become eligible for universal credit. That then will open up doors to you're probably going to get help with your rent. Um, you're most likely going to get council tax reduction. You are definitely, if you're on universal credit, going to be eligible for the cost of living payment. So that's, again, added extras and a gateway to those. Very, very similar pension credit. If you're entitled to pension credit, um, that should enable you to have help with your rent through housing benefit, which is a leg- which is one of our legacy benefits. Um, and again, help with your council tax. And what do you mean by legacy benefit? So a legacy benefit is the older style benefits that were in place that everybody could claim. Um, however, these are now being phased out and only people in certain circumstances can apply for new claims. So housing benefit will only now really be for people in like temporary accommodation um, and for people over pension age. Um, so they are gradually being phased out and by the end of 2028 most people on the legacy benefits being like ESA, child tax credits, working tax credits will have been invited to move over onto universal credit. Is ESA employment support allowance? Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's always worth doing a check with you because if you're entitled to these gateway benefits, they could open up lots of other benefits as well. Yes, absolutely, yeah. If you're yeah, entitled to one, you could then be entitled to multiple more. And say I'm over 65, I'm a Cura resident, I get the state pension and I have a small income from a private pension. Might I be entitled to any benefits? Yes. Again, this depends solely on your circumstances and the income that you've got coming in. Um, I would say get in contact with us. We can carry out benefit calculations and help you to apply for any benefits that, that comes up and that you're eligible for. What I will say added to that is with any benefit application, there will be questions around your personal circumstances. Um, but we do want to assure you at Curo that all this information is confidential and it is you are covered by data protection. And again, we, we fully understand that people over maybe 65 find it a little bit harder to ask for that help. Mm. They might be embarrassed that they, that they need to apply for benefits. It could be like the fear of the unknown. They don't know what's coming. And also sometimes it is that pride, mm. the pride of I don't need it. I've never needed it. I've worked all my life. Mm. But 
yeah, we want to get across that it, it's your right to claim and we're here to help you. Yeah, if you've worked hard all of your life and you've paid taxes all of your life, now is the time to claim um, those benefits, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, if you're, if you're entitled to them, why struggle? Mm-hmm. Why not Why not claim it and just live a little bit easier? Mm-hmm. And are there any benefits I could claim if I'm, I'm self-employed? Yes. So there are benefits that you can claim when you're self-employed, um, especially if you're newly self-employed. Um, there are rules that the DWP have set in place for this. You would like one of them would be that like you'd need to declare your take home income every month to the DWP so they would know how much to top you up by. Um, but there is lots of useful information on the internet on the gov.uk website. But again, we are here and happy to help. So what kind of benefits can families on a low income claim? Okay, so families on a low income, many may already be claiming benefits. They may be claiming the legacy style benefits that we discussed earlier. Um, They will, however, as I said, be gradually being phased out and these claimants will be invited to claim universal credit by the end of 2028. please get in contact with us. If that does happen to you, we want to help you. Um, But as I mentioned, universal credit, this is the main benefit for those people on low income. Um, It can help to top up your income. It can help with paying towards your housing costs. And it's also, as we said, um, you would then be eligible for the cost of living payments. If you're in receipt of universal credit, um, there are also companies that offer cheaper prices. Um, So things like and cheaper rates with like your broadband, so you can get that reduced. And you could also be eligible if you've got children for things like free school meals and potentially help towards like um, school trips. So with the cost of living crisis, are you seeing demand going up at the moment and um, more people contacting you to to see if they're entitled to benefits? Yes, yeah, we are. Lots, lots more people are getting in contact and seeing if they are entitled. We're having lots of new claims for universal credit. And I mean, at Cura, that's again with our social housing and also with our shared ownership housing as well you you there is seeing a big increase in people applying so a lot of people are struggling out there at the moment yeah Yeah. never feel like it's just you heating costs are a worry for us all at the moment um especially with the cold weather we're having at the moment is there any financial support available to help with energy bills Yes, there is. So at Curo, we are able to help get in contact with us. Um, We often have access to vouchers, to charity grants and to pots of money that can help towards your energy bills. Um, Every household at the moment should still be receiving the £400 cost of living payment from the government. That's coming to us in like the £67, £66 instalments. This does, though, however, depend on your supplier and how you pay. Um... So some of it's going direct onto your meters, some of it's being paid direct to your accounts. Some people, though, are receiving them as vouchers. Um, Many of these vouchers are being unclaimed. So my advice would be if you are a prepayment meter or a pay-as-you-go, please check your post. Can you look into cold weather payments for pensioners as well? 
Yep, so on, on the gov.uk website, there's lots of information about the cold weather payments. Not 100% sure around the figures, um, but I do believe that once the temperature drops below a certain temperature, there is a payment that pensioners can get if it's below that temperature for around for seven days or more. But again, you'll be happy to check if they Yeah, definitely up happy to check, yeah. yeah. And what advice would you give to people who are struggling with money at the moment but don't think that they're entitled to anything? I'd say definitely get in touch with ourselves or definitely get on the internet and have a look and see what you can be entitled to. The threshold for universal credit and applying for benefits is actually increasing this financial year. So if you weren't eligible last year when you did a benefit calculation, do one again because you might be eligible. Um, As I said earlier, even if it's just 1p, claim it, because then you will be eligible and qualify for those cost of living payments that are coming in this financial year of 2023 to 2024. I think it's really good that you've been able to explain about benefits to us, because it It's a very complicated subject and it's easy to feel quite daunted by it. So it's good that the Money Advice Service is there and can kind of support people every step of the way through the process of claiming. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, benefits are very complicated. They are forever changing. Um, So it's fully, yeah, it's really understandable that people get confused. But you at the Money Advice Service have the latest, most up-to-date information. Yeah, yeah, and we work. We work. We have like a working partnership as well with the with Universal Credit as well. So, oh, brilliant! And what do you enjoy about your job, Tanya? So, about my job, I enjoy watching people. Well, it's not so much so watching people come in and they're struggling. It's seeing them leave and be in such a better financial position. I love my colleagues as well. <laughs> <laughs> Money's like a really sensitive, personal subject. What would you say to people who are quite nervous about getting in touch and sharing their personal information? Yep. So, I mean, we do all fully understand how personal finances are and some people don't like disclosing information. We do just want to reiterate that anything and any information that we are given is confidential we don't keep any of that information and you are covered by the data protection act that nothing that you tell us will be forwarded or shared with anybody else and you're happy to see people in a way that suits them yeah we we can offer um office visits like you can come and see us home visits so we can come out to you or if you'd if you'd prefer we can also do telephone appointments so how can people get in touch with the Money Advice Service? So um, there's three different ways, really. So you could call into Curo on 01225 366 or you can email in to the customer accounts help at curo-group.co.uk or you can also um, get in contact via our website on the live chat. Oh, that's brilliant, Tanya. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And... We really would urge customers to get in touch if they have any money worries because we're always here to help. If you've got any ideas for topics that we can cover in future podcast episodes, just contact us to let us know. We'll be back soon. 